Welcome to the Joyful Selling for Creative Professionals podcast with me, creative sales coach Leona Baker. You're passionate about the products you create, and I'm on a mission to help creative professionals become financially successful and have fun along the way. I teach practical tools to authentically market, joyfully sell, and get organized with time and money. Let's dive in. Hello, joyful sellers. Welcome to the third episode where we're focusing on marketing. And in the past two episodes, we have looked at the top of funnel and the middle of funnel. And today we're going to focus on the bottom of the funnel, which is selling. And in joyful selling, the spirit in which we approach the bottom of funnel the spirit in which we approach selling is we embrace the philosophy of being in service to help our customers make their purchase in a quick, simple, easy, and fun way. So this is how I think about it when we go back to this visual of the funnel, which is, you know, right at the top, people discovering you. So all kinds of people discovering you and you know, people are going to fall off of the track. Um, I don't know if that's really a great way to say it. Um, uh, I'm trying to think of good a good description of this. I kind of think just people falling by the wayside, really, you know, for whatever reason, they have discovered you and your products and your business in some way through a recommendation, through a hashtag, uh, through an event that you've taken part in. And as they've got to know more about the product or as they've done their own research on the type of product that they want to purchase. So kind of if we think about it from the customer's discernment, you know, when they're shopping around, when they're looking at lots of different stools, at a market or a fair, when they're scrolling Instagram or uh, using the search engine of Pinterest or Etsy. They're basically going through their own process of finding what it is that they desire. And for whatever reason, we, the things that we sell sometimes do not fit what a customer is looking for. And I kind of, pause a little bit as I say this, because what I feel is really important to mention at this stage is we can't take that personally. And I know that we sometimes do because we're just human beings, right? And I think that this is a really good time to talk about creating a business where we're unattached from the sale. Um, When I say unattached from the sale, I mean that we don't make it mean anything about ourselves when our customers choose not to purchase from us, because it's not about us. It's literally the customer is looking for a particular type of product and they found it somewhere else or that they don't want that particular type of product anymore or that they're just not ready to purchase yet. Okay, so really it's nothing about us or our sense of 
self, our sense of worth, you know, how we see ourselves in the world. It's literally your customer making a decision about purchasing a product or not. And that's why I just love this visual as the funnel, as I've been banging on about, because it really just shows us that this is happening for everyone um, in the product purchasing journey. So in the middle of funnel, when they're kind of shopping around, when they're making their mind up, they could be saving up, they could be finding the right time to purchase, like whatever it is, that middle of funnel that we discussed last week is where you basically, you know, you keep posting, you keep sharing, you're building their trust, you're showing up, you're being consistent. Because I kind of also see, I can't really remember if I said this last week, but I see the middle of funnel as kind of like uh, a tap on the shoulder for the customer. When you send an email and you say, you know, um, I just want to share this with you, or did you know, or launching today or um, end of line or we're running out of stock or, you know, whatever messaging it is that you're sharing about the product, you're literally just going about your business, (laughs) making, creating, sharing. Okay. And it really is up to the customer to make their purchase when they're ready. We're not forcing them to do anything because that's when selling starts to feel icky is when we think we're forcing them to do something. That's really not what's happening. Then as your um, people kind of work towards that bottom bum, (laughs) bottom of funnel, um, it's when it gets really narrow. And they're the people who are purchasing with you. And what I want to kind of talk about today is how you can show up in that relationship When you have that group of people who are in the bottom of funnel, it's because they are ready to purchase. So I want us to think about this as a real, uh, like a consent issue. They want to purchase. There's no forcing happening here. We're not making them do something. We're not tricking them in any way. We are thinking about how we can be in relationship with our customers when they're ready to purchase. And that is for them to decide. But what you can do is you can create opportunities in your social media and your emails for all those people who are ready to purchase. So on a consistent basis, it's really vital that you make it explicitly clear how people can purchase from you. So if you think about a bricks and mortar shop and how when, you know, the person who owns the shop or the person who's working in the shop, when they, you know, they come along in the morning to open up and they turn the open sign on, you know, they pull the shutter up, they flip the open sign up. And when the day is done, They flip the open sign over to closed and it's really explicit in that sign on a bricks and mortar shop when it's open and when it's closed. You might also see the lights are turned on. You might see people are inside. Okay, so we have really explicit visual cues coming from a bricks and mortar that show us we can walk into it and purchase something in there. So I want to think about how we can create that environment online. 
So if you think about your social media, this could be in your bio. It could be the words that you choose to write in your bio can make it really explicit that you are a shop and people can purchase from you. And also that link, where is that link going to? Is it going specifically through to your shop? Is it going through to a link tree or a page on your website with several links on it? Never have more than three, just roughly. <laughs> so think about it in a way that your it's your open and close sign if you're a bricks and mortar shop. Then as regards to like then that next layer of, you know, we walk past a shop and the lights are on, we can see people inside. Think about that as your posts and emails that are going out. So on social media, it could be the first line of your caption. What are you saying in that first line? How is it making it explicitly clear that you are running a business that sells products? Now, it doesn't have to all just be, you know, um, rainbow necklace, 50 pounds, link in bio. Like, I'm, I don't mean like that. I just mean, are you showing up in your copy on social media, thinking about the relationship with the people who are ready to buy? And are you posting on a consistent basis in a way to help them? And your caption and the first line in your posts are a really good little spot to do that because they're really visible. Now on email, this could be the subject title of your emails going out and also the call to action button after the visual and the copy that you've written in the body of the email. So do you have that really clear call to action button that is obvious to your person that they can click it and go directly through to make their purchase? So going back to this kind of analogy of a bricks and mortar shop, when you walk into the store, there's a salesperson who is there to help you with your purchase. Now, they probably greet you, perhaps. That's always nice, isn't it, when you walk into a shop? I always know that I like a little greet, and I never really require anything more than that when I first walk in. And then, you know, it is nice if they come over and ask you if you need any help, because you know that this person is going to know the stock really well. They're going to have lots of nuggets of useful information. They might also help find different sizes or show you something um, that hasn't come out onto the shop floor yet. Oh, I, re- I always really love that. You feel like you, you've got a you've got a steal then, haven't you? No one else has seen it. I'm the first to see it. So, <laughs> so think about how you can show up in your social media and emails as that really super cool salesperson that greets you when you walk into the shop in a really welcoming and warm way. So you feel comfortable, like you know you're welcome there, you belong. And then they don't really put any pressure on you. You get to just wander around, you get to pick stuff up, you get to look at it. So as I'm saying this, I'm thinking of reels and carousels. I feel like I'm looking around, you know, when you're spotlighting different products and instead of a flat photo, you might just choose to hold it in your hand and film it all around 360 degrees and 
talk about the quality of it. And, um, you know, I was thinking about if it was a, a knitted scarf, you could talk about the heaviness of it and how it wraps you up and uh, helps you to feel warm and snuggly on cold days. You know, just those nuggets of information that are really useful for your people to hear, like a really super cool salesperson in a store would share with you. They would be in service. They would be helping you with what you want to know, rather than telling you a whole bunch of stuff that you don't want to know. So that is being in service to sell. And this is a real philosophy that we embrace in joyful selling. And it's a way that you can have a super thinking session around how can I be in service to my customers? What would that look like? The people that have been in the funnel for a while and they're ready to purchase, what is it that they really need to know so they can make that confident purchase. So you can ask yourself questions like that, that will help you create content for social media and email. Hey, I'm just going to interrupt this episode real quick and tell you about the Joyful Selling for Creative Professionals program. If you want to create consistent money from your products, please join us. Just head over to www.indyroller.com to enter your email address to find out more. Every Monday, I'll prepare you to join us by ensuring you're familiar with our process and tools, which you can start applying straight away. And when we next open our doors, I'll see you on the inside. And now let's get back to the episode. Now, alongside being in service to sell, I want you to think about creating fun opportunities to purchase. And I've recorded an episode all about this a while ago, so I'm not going to talk about it for too long. But I think it's a really nice, nice, sounds a bit, (laughs) it is nice, is a nice way to think about selling. Um, But I also think it, I feel, when I think about creating fun opportunities to purchase, it makes me feel I feel playful. I feel like I can crack open my creativity, can get my creative juices flowing like I would when I when I design a product. Like if I'm thinking about selling in that way, I feel like I can access my creativity, which is why I enjoy it so much. So examples of this are Instagram stories, sample sales, reels, product drops, pre-orders with fast action bonuses, crowdfunding, collaborations, weekend bundles, teachers' gift sets, spooky party sets, like creating moments. Like when I say a moment, it's almost like it's like a mini event with your products where you think about yourself as a stylist of your products as well as a salesperson of your products. It's like you're putting it together for your people in a way that is feels exciting to them. And I think the most important thing for me to say right now about this is believing that you're creating a fun opportunity for your people to purchase is really important because it's only fun 
if you think it is. So again, what feels fun for you? And the underlying belief to nurture is selling is fun. Selling is creative. Selling is sharing the joy. So when you practice those three thoughts and whatever they mean to you, it's about, I'm going to make an assumption here that it's going to be shifting your mindset. Now, you might already be accessing this idea that selling is fun and creative and sharing the joy. You might be spending some time there, or you might be listening to this podcast for the first time and not thinking selling is fun. You might think selling feels uncomfortable. Selling is a little bit icky. I want to do a little vomit in my mouth every time I mention that I have stuff for sale. Like I don't know where you are on this on the spectrum <laughs> of between uh selling is icky to selling is fun. So it might seem a, a little bit of a stretch to believe that selling is fun, but as a creative person, how can you open yourself up to the idea that selling can be creative? Because trying on this mindset first is how you will then go on to create fun opportunities to purchase. Okay. Because when you believe selling is creative, you will create sales campaigns that are playful and fun and imaginative and um, like that light you up, that light your customers up, that where your customers can't wait for your email to land in their inbox. You know, that kind of feeling, that compelled feeling where it's, you know, when the um, <laughs> shop assistant says they just had a delivery and the products haven't gone out onto the shelves yet. You know, let's just say you've walked into your favorite store and the salesperson says that to you, we know what that feels like, the pang of anticipation, the pang of like, oh, they're going to go out to the back and what are they going to bring out to show me? This is what we're looking to create here. So also another kind of thing to understand is that the demand for your product is already there. It exists already. You're simply tapping into the demand to create your sales. So we're not getting into this vibe where we're trying to prove our products are worth it, or we're trying to prove we have a proper business. Like we don't want to go down that road. When we go down the road of proving, we bring in this kind of convincing energy. And when we start trying to convince people, because ultimately we're trying to convince ourselves, right? When we go into convincing, that's when selling feels uncomfortable and icky and we just want to run a mile from it. So the opposite of that, the flip side of the coin is opening up your own unique creative flair to the selling process. And the underlying belief to nurture is that selling is creative and fun and I'm sharing the joy with my people who are ready to purchase from me. Knowing that there's going to be people in your audience at all different stages. So, you know, when you're creating your content to share for the month, a really useful way of doing it could be thinking about, okay, so I'm going to write this bunch of posts to the people who've literally just discovered me. 
you know, what do they need to do? Maybe a little introduction and maybe share some of the best sellers that they might not have seen before. Maybe um, share a bit of background, you know, that kind of thing. So, you know, some posts for the people who've just discovered the business and the products. And then I'm going to create some posts for the middle of funnel people who've been here for a while, they've been kicking around, they see some posts, they don't see others. So, you know, repetitiveness is super important. Um, You might feel like I've said this a million times, good. (laughs) It means you're doing your job. I love it. Um, And then you can create your bunch of posts and emails for the people in your audience that are hovering above the buy now button, because the truth is that is happening. There are people out there with your products in their carts. They are hovering above the buy now button. And you can ask yourself how you can be in service to help them make their purchase confidently and comfortably. And then you can also create fun opportunities for them to purchase. Okay, so that is three episodes on marketing. And in today's episode, we're kind of bridging that gap in where marketing hands over to selling, which is, I tell you what, it's the little piece of the puzzle that I absolutely love. Um, So if you do not love that little piece of the puzzle, then please do come and join me over on Instagram this month, because I've been sharing the A to Z of creative selling, which is a reels guide with a ton of selling strategy that you can make your own. I've been having a blast recording it. And next week, I do believe we have an interview with a Joyful Selling member to see how they've been using email marketing and social media to market and sell to their brilliant customers. So until then, see you next time. Thank you for listening. To make the most of your time here with me on the podcast, please download the Joyful Selling Playbook, which helps you to apply the strategies to what you're working on right now. Go to www.indyroller.com and enter your email address to receive the playbook directly to your inbox. I'll see you next week.